Personal finance, huh? Well, let's go back a little. From the age of two to three years to the age of 17, we go to school. Every day spending nine to 12 hours in a place to be completely prepared for the world when you pass higher secondary. As a little kid, some of us enjoy school while others hate it. Welcome back to another episode of Living Fire. If you never want to miss an upload, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Back to schools. The main basis of going to school and our parents sending us there is to learn the basics of life, gain expertise, and build up our personality. But when we actually enter the real world, we start realizing that all the knowledge that we have learned throughout school and college life is not exactly all that we needed. There are so many things that the schools and colleges do not teach us, things that actually play a major role in life decisions. All those things act as a base for our mental, physical, financial, and spiritual stability. Here are nine things that schools never teach about personal finance. Savings. Throughout school and college, we study about money, but what they don't tell you is how important it is to always have savings. They don't teach how exactly to save and how much to save, how to have a stable lifestyle throughout, even if you do incur some ups and downs. Having proper knowledge about how to save and why to save can help set up your financial stability forever. You'll never lose if you know how to save. You'll hear in school and college that saving at least a minimum of 10% is important to have a stable future. But think it through. You earn $1,000 a month. One year equals $12,000. You are saving $1,200 per year. So in three to four or max five years, you save $6,000. Will it be enough to support you for the bad times, is it? COVID is not something anyone was expecting to happen, but it did, right? Many out there lost their jobs. Well, here's the conclusion. Saving a minimum of 10% is not good. If you want to be stable, saving up to 20 to 25% is a must. Emergency fund. Have you ever heard of the word emergency fund in school or college? We discuss topics like political issues happening in the country and how the economy is changing, but not once did anyone teach us the meaning and purpose of an emergency fund. Savings are one thing, maintaining an emergency fund is another. In short, an emergency fund is the fund that is maintained by a person for any kind of mishaps that may occur in his or her life. So it is vital to have an emergency fund because you never know when you might have a medical expense or require more money than what you are earning. This personal finance rule will save you from unexpected bad situations. Budgeting basics. Yes, we study math dating back to the initial school years. Yes, we study accounts for a period of four to five years or even more if you choose to be an accountant or a relative degree to that. But what we never study is how to budget in our own lives. We don't know where we need to spend adequately. We don't know where we need to spend less, nor do we know when we should start investing to increase our income. So many things about personal budgeting and personal finance are never taught in schools and colleges. Budgeting plays such an important role throughout our lives. It ensures that one never goes deep into debt for starters. Compound interest. First of all, what is compound interest? Well, according to Albert Einstein, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. The one who understands it earns it. The one who doesn't pays it. In simpler words, compound interest is the sum of interest that you get on any principal amount of a loan or anything, i.e. interest on interest. Investing in any kind of stocks, bonds, or just maintaining a fixed deposit account can be very beneficial. Your money will be working for you while you work on other stuff. Credit cards. Throughout our lives in school and colleges, as well as at home, we are taught to avoid credit cards. Whenever you talk about a credit card to someone, 
there is a 90% chance that they will say that you should avoid it. People identify credit cards as a way to be in more and more debt and also to pay a lot of interest for no good reason. What we do not learn in school and colleges is that credit cards are important. You need a good credit score in order to take out a loan in the future for any reason. The credit score determines what kind of a person you are in terms of financial stability, how good you are at paying back debts, and also how much a bank should provide to you depending on your score. The higher your credit score is, the higher the chances of getting a loan from any kind of financial institution. So no, you should not be avoiding credit cards. You should be building up your credit score from the start. Paying off debt is a priority. You know what debt is. We are taught in schools about debts. We also learn about bad debts as soon as we start studying business or accounting. But what we do not learn at school is that paying off a debt should always be a priority. You should never let any of your debt go and turn into bad debt. This not only causes you many serious financial problems, but it also defines how good you are with your personal finance. So this is by far the most important rule of personal finances. Before choosing to spend on any of your wants, you should know what your needs are. Plan long-term financial goals. Schools teach about money. Colleges teach about business and accounting. It is also necessary to know how you should plan your long-term financial goals. There should be a set of rules about how you plan to increase your everyday earnings. Obviously, you are going to get promoted someday or earn more than yesterday. But what is important is the fact that you should have a strategic plan on how you are going to double what you are earning. So in simple words, you should have three phases in your life when it comes to financial stability. The phase of earning, the phase of saving, the phase of investing. Having multiple bank accounts. We are taught about having at least one bank account and that is important. But having one bank account is never satisfactory. You cannot calculate all and every transaction that you do singularly through one account. Imagine when you update your passbook and you try finding that specific amount of money that you took out and do not remember the date. You literally have to search for a long time just to make sure that you are not forgetting about your money. So here's a sum up of what you definitely need. You need to have at least one account through which you do all of your day-to-day -day transactions, one specifically for saving and another for earnings and taxes. And with that, We've reached the end of this episode, all about vital finance rules that schools didn't teach you and what other finance rules are out there. What other finance rules are out there that we didn't mention? Get involved and let us know in the comments section down below. If you enjoyed this one and found it helpful, remember to leave a like on the video and to subscribe to Living Fire for even more amazing videos just like this one. Thank you for watching and we'll see you in the next one.